And good morning. Andy is taking the day off today. What do they always say? Uh, the much-deserved time off. He's probably still very busy. However, in his place is our friend Luke Panic. If you're used to, familiar with the show, you know Luke has been on a number of times. He's the deck, among other things, deck and porch specialist at Lindis Construction. So if you have any kind of a deck or porch question today, uh, this is your chance to uh, talk to the expert. Or if you have just a general uh, home improvement question, Luke has done a whole lot of that himself, too, like building his own home and things like that. You've been in the construction. Good morning, by the way, Luke. Good morning. Good morning, Dennis. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, and yours as well. It's been it's been a while. It's glad you're uh, glad you're on today. I uh, by the way, let me give our phone number, which is the same as the text number. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, especially decks, porches, things like that, uh, or any kind of construction question, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six is the phone number. It's also the text number. Uh, you sent me a picture this morning, Luke of a project, well, this is a personal project. I'm going to let you explain it. What exactly are you doing on that cabin remodel? Well, we are working in the basement today. We're putting down a subfloor over the top of an old concrete basement uh, floor. It's called dry core, and it's an interesting product. I've never used it before. This is my first time. Hmm. But it, it's, uh, it's, it's got basically a, a polycarbonate laminate plastic, a high-density plastic that's laminated to the bottom of OSB so that you can set that on a concrete floor and it creates a, an airspace. Uh, so you have a nice dry, uh, soft floor to put. Uh, we're going to put luxury vinyl plank over it, but um, that's how we're, we're correcting an old, old stinky concrete floor. Mm, that's kind of neat. Then now, what uh, was there ever a uh, a moisture problem with that concrete floor? Uh, not that we know of. It, uh, you know, I bought this place in September, and it was uh, it was run down. But but it didn't look to me like the basement had ever been too damp. The soil up here is real sandy, so I, I think we've. I don't think that's been an issue. Okay, I was thinking how many uh, how many of us are. I shouldn't say stuck at home, but not uh, all of us here in CCO Radio. It's been a year since we've even, uh, most of us, uh, practically all of us, have to operate from our homes and uh, haven't been in, in the actual structure of the station for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so we're spending more time at home, is my point. And now yeah. that the weather is breaking outside, too, what is the deck situation with Lindis? You've got to be getting calls all the time now. Well, I promise you that this this warm weekend, when things start to drip and thaw, and people start to smell charcoal burning from their neighbors, yeah. uh, it's 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 gonna strike some nostalgia, and people are gonna want to think about their decks, and and we'll be we'll be meeting with a lot of people. We've doubled our sales team um, for decks and porches, so we're we're ready for it. All right, that's great. And of course, if you want to get in touch with Lindis, we always like to say the easiest number is one eight hundred. Uh, leaf guard. Now, how long is this project at your cabin going to take you, do you think? Well, I'm hoping to have this. It's been a uh, my wife and I's dream to do a, a renovate, find a cabin that was renovatable and do an Airbnb project. And so that's what we've been looking for the right place for years. And we finally found it. And we started this in September and we expect to have it done uh, by the end of March. Oh, all right. That's so I've great. been busy on the weekend. <laughs> I've been. Well, real it busy sounds like it. In fact, it seems yeah. like every every time we uh, 
we chat on on our home improvement show on Saturdays, you're in the middle of some project. Yes, and, uh, yes, I am. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, as I said, if you want a, a question about decks, building, cleaning, whatever, or porches, that's another subject that I always like to ask you about. Uh, given people hanging around homes more, are, are more yeah. people wanting to to expand that way? Well, for sure. And, and what we're seeing a lot of, and I've personally been on a lot of these myself, is people that have a three season porch. Um, who have now been working at home for six, eight months or however long are really wishing they could use that three season porch as their office and want to turn it into a four season room. So I've, I've been out on a lot of appointments where we're taking a, we're insulating, putting in insulated windows, insulating the floor and the ceiling and then, and then heating and cooling it with a heat pump so that they can have a, an, an additional office space in their house. Yeah. A lot of folks. 651-989-9226. I was looking at uh, some text messages here. Uh, Do you you yourself ever refinish furniture? No, my wife does. That's my wife's expertise. Well, put her on the phone, will you? Because the texter wants to know. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to remove rings on furniture. Ah, rings. Now, I do you think they mean like stain rings from? It sounds like it. Yeah, some probably some kind of water damage, moisture damage, hot coffee. You know, a lot, a lot like any other wood surface. It you, my my wife buys a lot of furniture that has old rings and marks, and 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 she's she gets out the sandpaper like anybody else. I've also mm-hmm. seen a product that has old rings and marks and, and, and she's she gets out the sandpaper like anybody else. I've also mm-hmm. seen a product that people use to strip furniture now. They use a baking soda. Um, like you, it's like a sandblaster, but you use baking soda and it gets in the, every little crevice and corner and they're able to remove old finish very easily with just simple baking soda. Baking that? soda is amazing to work with. Yeah, it really is. I guess. Yeah. All right, I, tell you I what, don't have I, the love of that, but my wife loves to take an old piece of damaged furniture and bring it back to life. She's very good at it. I kind of used to do a little bit of that myself, not probably the extent okay. of your wife, but it, it, it it's kind of uh it's kind of fun, but it is a labor yeah. of love in many in Oh places. yeah. Um, I'll oh, tell yeah. you what. Let's do this. Let's take a break, Luke, and uh, be back on the other side. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, especially if you want to talk decks, decking, uh, and porches, of course, always like to include that. Luke Panic filling in for Andy Lindis today. Here's the phone number. Here's the text number. Same one, 651-989-9226. We'll take this break. Be back on the other side with more home improvement talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show brought to us every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy taking the day off today, our friend Luke Panic, the deck and port specialist with uh, Lindus Construction and uh, knows his stuff. If you have any kind of a question related to decks and porches or any kind of construction or projects, call us or text us, same number, 651-989-9226. All right, Luke, we have callers and we have texters. Let's put you back to work here. Uh, Greg is uh, calling from Hugo, I believe. Greg, thank you for waiting. What is your question for Luke? 
Yes, uh, we have a tuck under garage where we are, have a, uh, a vapor barrier issue. So it's a vape, it's a tuck under garage. It is not conditioned. The exterior walls are both exterior facing, uh, out, outdoor facing, and the south facing wall that faces the sun with the recent warm weather, we're getting some condensation on the insulation side of the vapor barrier. And I wasn't quite sure uh, kind of the best way to, to go about handling that. So is the insulation is getting wet between the insulation and the poly? Correct. Yeah. So it's it's con condensing on the on the insulation side of the poly, and when I pulled back a little bit of the poly, the insulation was it was really warm to the touch from the sun hitting the exterior wall, and it was a little bit damp. So what I, is that fiber, like a fiberglass blanket that's in there? Yeah, pink fiberglass. Yeah. So what I would do then is you want to reverse the side of the poly so that the condensation hits the poly before it hits the uh, before it hits the fiberglass. If you can't do that, what you should do is remove that fiberglass and then spray urethane foam. It would need to be an inch and a half thick that will create a vapor barrier for you. If you can't put poly in there for if it's a stud wall or whatever it is, you should switch to urethane foam. That'll solve okay. that problem. Great. And if the exterior stucco, is the spray foam still okay? Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate right. it. Thank you, Greg. You appreciate that call. And uh, Greg leaves that line open. If you want to call in your question, 651-989-9226. John is next calling in from Shoreview this morning. John, you're on CCO with Luke. Morning, Luke. Thanks for all your great advice over the years. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you. Good. Uh, looking at uh, uh, putting up a new deck, and there's a patio below it, uh, and I want to find out uh, how effective are the, uh, I'll call them, uh, uh, drain systems that you put underneath a deck to keep it dry uh, below. In other words, to, you know, get the water to be collected and run off into a to a gutter or to a drain system. Uh, how effective are those systems? And then number two. In our climate with the freeze thaw, how does that, you know, and there's a gutter above the, the deck, so we're, we're not getting the roof water would not be hitting the deck, but any rain or anything else. And I just think about in the fall or in the, this time of year, you get the freeze thaw. Is there a problem with uh, that, that product that goes under the deck to keep everything dry? If that fills up with water and freezes, is expansion contraction? Is it kind of a ongoing problem issue or do you recommend it john that's a wise question uh and the reason it is is because under decking we call that under decking and because it's a low slope roof and it's not a rubber membrane it's not a water waterproof system and that's something that we warn people about when they ask for this is that when our when our climate where we have such a freeze thaw pattern um, and the other thing that complicates these systems is that you get debris that comes down typically from trees or pollen or whatever gets through the deck boards and trickles into these systems. Um, there is maintenance involved with them, and they are not 100% waterproof. Uh, as long as your expectation is, is that they're a, a, a water drainage system and not a waterproof system, you'll be happy with it. Uh, they, they need to be maintained. How I recommend people maintain them is they flush them out in the spring and the fall with just a lot of water to, to, to flush out whatever organic material gets into the system and expect that, yeah, it will freeze. Um, 
it will have a drip here, a, a drop there. Uh, but they work pretty good, and they're very nice looking. The one that we use the most is called Inside Out. It's a manufacturer uh, called Quality Edge that makes it, and it's an aluminum system. It comes in a lot of colors. To us, it looks the most authentic as a sealant, and uh, it works pretty well. Uh, again, not 100% waterproof, but works pretty well. All right, very good. Thanks, John. Let's go to uh, Richfield. Tammy has been waiting in the wings there to ask you a question. Thank you, Tammy. What is your question for Luke? Hi. We're in the process of replacing a 26-year-old deck that currently has cedar on it. Um, The material underneath is 16 inches apart. What would you recommend for decking material? And we're looking to go with um, low-maintenance decking. Is there anything we'd have to do? Well, you, you, you... because the frame is 26 years old, I would not reuse it. Um, it. It's tempting to want to put new decking over those old 26-year-old joists, but they have a life expectancy of about 30 years. So okay. I, I would I would encourage you to reframe the deck, and I would also encourage you to put the joists closer together to 12-inch centers. That'll re- that'll remove any flex from synthetic decking that you choose. The top, the best. Synthetic deck boards are ones that are completely polymers or PVC that don't contain any organic sawdust at all. Uh, so that's my advice on that. There's a couple of manufacturers. The ones that we use the most of are either AZEC or a manufacturer called Millboard, uh, and they are completely synthetic-based. There's no sawdust or organic material in them at all. Okay. So, Tammy, that's what I would suggest. Um, the, the, in a, and this is a common question. People want to reuse their frames. And the issue is when you put a brand-new, pristine synthetic deck board that is flawless over old joists, those old joists all have imperfections in them, and you'll see the, the rise and the fall of those uh, shiny new boards um, that you'll be disappointed with. So a uh, word of caution there, reframe the deck. Reframe the deck. All right, I that's appreciate right. it. Thank you. You bet. All right, very good. Thanks, Tammy. Uh, Gene, you're going to be next. Hang on. We're going to take a break and look uh, for uh, that new forecast, as a matter of fact. But this text texter wants to know, you had mentioned, I think, uh, the, the the vinyl flooring you were putting in, in the cabin. Is that called LVP? Luxury Vinyl Plank. Yeah, LVP. That's a, uh, I'm using a commercial one uh, that has a thicker mill layer on the surface, so it's real tough. Um, it's a glue-down product, but it's a vinyl plank, correct? Okay, and this question is, can it that LVP be used over underfloor heat mats? Yes, absolutely. Could be. Oh, okay, good. All right. Well, hang on, Luke. We'll uh, take this break. We'll look at that forecast, and then we have another half hour of the show to go. Gene, you're going to be next. If you have a question, you can call it in or text it in. Same number, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six. Luke Panic filling in for Andy Lindis today, especially if you have a deck question. Uh, we'll we'll pick up on those two when we come back here on News Talk eight three zero. This is WCCO. And welcome back to our home improvement show presented by Lindis Construction every Saturday here in the nine o'clock hour. Uh, Luke Panic filling in for Andy Lindis today. Luke, among other things, is the uh, deck and porch specialist at Linda's Construction, been in the construction biz quite a few years himself, and uh, is answering your questions today. Let's see. All right, Luke, we've got a bunch of them, uh, both by phone and by uh, by text. Somebody wants to know your uh, email at Linda's. What is your email? 
Uh, Luke at Lindisco.com. Oh, that's it. Luke at Lindisco.com. That's okay. right. Very good. Uh, let's see. Do-do-do. Oh, boy. I tell you what, let's go back to the phones. G- we promised Gene in Minneapolis he'd be next. Thanks for waiting, Gene. What's your question for Luke? Good morning, Luke. I tuned in late, and I heard that you were talking about essentially a do-it-yourself stain removal. Um, I'm wondering if you have an idea for something similar to that for a deck stain removal. Um, I have a 30-year-old uh, green pressure-treated deck that we tried to stain. It didn't work out, so we tried uh, several two-step commercial stain removals, and they just they didn't take. So there's uh, all sorts of different variations on the deck right now that we can't get off. Any uh, homemade solutions, ideas? I don't have a homemade concoction other than homemade elbow grease with uh, with sanding equipment. Sure. Um, yep. Denny, Denny can speak on that. He rented one of those Bronco-style <laughs> floor sanders and sanded his deck, and he did a great job. Uh, you really got to sand it. You got to get the fasteners penetrated down in low so they're not sticking up, whether it's nails or screws, and then you, you got to sure. sand the floor. And, and then you'll, you'll be just tickled. It, it's, a lot, it's a lot of work, but it, it, it's worth it because it'll look – you know, shockingly good when you when you take off a sixteenth of an inch off of that surface, it'll it it really create a nice floor for you. So I, I wouldn't waste time with any mechanical or chemical strippers. I would I would I would sand the floor. Most definitely. What a difference. You agree, Denny? I totally agree. It is a labor of love, but I tell you what, it's it's like it's like a brand new deck. It's like it was just put yeah. up. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's great, and and it, it don't I don't even bother anymore with the other, you know, strippers or whatever. You're absolutely right. So good luck with that, Gene. Uh, meanwhile, Stan is calling in from St. Paul, I think, uh, with a question. Then we'll grab some text messages. Stan, what's your question this morning? Okay, yeah, hi, Luke. Uh, I have a, a home I just acquired a couple of years ago, a 1928 home, and uh, the, you mentioned the floor that you're putting in. The floor yep. that I have in here is very uneven, and they, it looks like they put a skim coat of some, something on there. I don't know what it is. And the skim coat is, is peeling away, and some of the concrete is even a little bit crumbly. My question really is, how thick is this, and does it even your floor out? Well, I tell you what, Stan, you're, you're a man after my own heart. I... I... This floor that I'm working on, you is des- described just like your own, and I tried to use a uh, a thin floor leveling concrete material. And my experience was after just just recently, after it cured, it all kind of cracked and popped up. And so I'm not well, and I'm not an expert on it. This was my first time trying to do it, but it didn't it did not adhere properly. So um, the, the that's what I suspect is happening is that someone tried to level the floor with a with a thin set concrete product of some sort and it just didn't adhere and popping up loose. Um, I know it can be done. I think what what the biggest issue is kind of like I think Denny when you had your floor you had your garage floor recoded correct right years ago yes. I think the prep and the sanding and getting that floor uh, ready for such a a leveling product is probably the most important thing so that it bonds properly, which I failed miserably at. So um, 
I, I don't, I can't tell you how to do it correctly, but there are companies that can prep, prep a level of floor, uh, you know, that that's what they do. Um, uh, what I'm doing now is I'm, I'm putting down a subfloor instead and I'm shimming that subfloor. Uh, they, they sell a synthetic shim to kind of keep it level. That's what I'm doing. I'm more of a carpenter than a mason. So that's what I'm doing. Does that answer yeah. your question? Oh, he's probably listening on the, on the radio. It's not a crack in it, but but everything else is is falling apart. I mean, they, they, like I say, the concrete is even crumbling. Now, would they come in yeah. with a diamond uh, type uh, like they do on a highway or something, where they grind it away or what? Yeah, yeah, that's what they would do. They grind the surface so that they've got a solid surface. They likely put down a, a bonding or a priming agent, and then they pour a, a, a special kind of concrete that can be poured. Uh, anywhere from a feathered edge all the way to four inches thick. So it's a resin base that, that hardens pretty quickly. It's not like normal concrete. It's a real fine powder. Um, but that, that's that's how they do it. Um, and it can be done. And if your floor is too too loose and cracked up, they may just remove the floor and pour a new concrete floor. But Yeah, that's the other option. Take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, texter wants to know, do you recommend an electric or gas pressure washer for cleaning a composite deck and garage floor? Which size Absolutely. PSI? Either you know, one? Uh, I think I, I have a, a 3,000 PSI pressure washer that's a gas. Um, the gas is just a little easier. You're not dragging around a cord if you want to wash your house or whatever, or your car right. or your boat or your dog, whatever. You know, you, you, it's nice. The gas-powered ones, I think, are the best, and you just—they—they they always come with a couple of different degree tips. Um, so start with the widest one, and if that doesn't do the job, then get narrower and narrower. Um, but that's a great way to. I do my own deck every year, twice a year. I pressure wash my deck, um, and uh, to get all the winter's grit off of it and get it shined up for the spring. So I—that's how I clean my own deck. I do that, uh, the pressure, I have a gas pressure washer as well, and that's probably like a 2800 PSI. But it's, yeah, you're right, you don't have a cord. Now, I was looking at some newer products, snow blowers, lawn mowers, uh, all sorts of uh, battery operated. And I saw this new uh, pressure washer that's battery operated, that's supposedly really, really yeah. I mean, they're coming out with these great uh, battery operated products that, uh, that are pretty neat and pretty strong, too. All right, let's see. Oh, we've got Beverly is calling in from Egan this morning. Beverly, thank you. What is your question for Luke? Yes, I've heard the term and saw a, a photo of a ceiling, I'll call it, called a tray, T-R-A-Y, and I wonder how that compares to a vaulted ceiling. Oh, good question. A tray ceiling is kind of like it's a recessed ceiling, but it's flat, so it's not sloped. Um, so a tray ceiling would like, um, if you can imagine a square room would be like putting a, uh, a picture frame around the room that's flat and it can vary in depth anywhere from a full six inches or just the thickness of sheetrock. You can create a tray ceiling. Uh, we do it a number of different ways. Sometimes when, we, when we're building new homes, it's actually designed into the roof trusses to create a tray. Um, but it's a very uh, attractive ceiling. Oftentimes, we do it in kitchens or master bedrooms to give that uh, to give that look. All right, good question. Thank you very much. Thank you, you for bet. the call. What is the best stain 
Texter wants to know, for a 15-year-old lakeside cedar deck, does stain last longer if you shovel off the snow all winter? Well, uh, I think it's good to get the snow off. I don't know that it makes the stain last any longer. Um, in my opinion, I, I can't speak on that. Um, I like penafin. We've talked about that before, Denny, and mm-hmm. you've used it. Oh, yes. Um, and, and it seems to work good for most people. Uh, so that's Penofin, P-E-N-O-F-I-N. Uh, you got yours at Ace. I think it was an Ace Hardware store. It's kind yeah. of you got to look locally. It's not yes. in any of the big box stores, but it's a really good preservative, and you got to install it, you know, carefully and properly, and read the label. But that's my favorite one. Yeah, mine too. P-E-N-O-F-I-N. Penofin. Okay, good stuff. Read the directions as usual. Here's a t- this this texter is uh, re- referencing when we open up the show about your uh, floor that you're working on today. Yep. So do you, do you put another sheet product over the dry core or put the laminate directly on the dry core? Oh, good question. Yeah, since the since the dry core is a tongue and groove, uh, it's it's tongue and grooved all the way around. So the top is really flush. It is designed for you to put carpet, tile or vinyl of any sort or laminate directly over the top of it. So I I will not be putting anything over the top of it other than glue and, and the vinyl plank. Okay, very good. Thanks for that question. Uh, this texter wants to know, decking materials, are they going to be going up in price due to the demand and hard to get them? Yes, everything has gone up in price. Where the, the building materials are higher than they've been in a long time and we don't know if they're going up or going down. It's kind of a a crapshoot, uh, but we we are getting price increases from our vendors uh, monthly. So we're having to, of course, adjust ourselves. And it's a, it's it's a strange time, but construction is as busy as it's ever been, and there's no signs of it slowing down. So I don't expect building material prices are are going to go anywhere but up. So yeah. the sooner people deal with problems, projects of their homes. So they're going to save a lot of money based on future expectations of building material prices. Yeah, don't wait. All right. No. This listener, Luke, said, uh, I need to replace the stairs on my deck, including the stringer. Where does one yeah. buy the stringer, and how do I measure it so I buy the correct replacement? <laughs> that is a – if you're not – if you haven't professionally installed or cut a stair stringer, you have no business trying to do it. You can buy pre-cut stair stringers at big box stores. They may or may not work. Um, and the reason that that is is every the, the, the stair stringer height has to be installed. Every riser has to be within a quarter inch uh, of it. They, they can't vary. So you can't have your first step be four inches and then the next 10 steps be six inches. They all have to be within the same, and, and so it's not an easy process to, to calculate and cut a, a stair stringer. Uh, if it's not something you're completely comfortable with and done many times before, uh, don't try to do it yourself. Mm, interesting. Leave it to the pros. All right, Luke, hang on. We're going to take a quick break here. We have more show to come. If you have, And we have a lot of text messages we want to pick up on, too. 651-989-9226 is how to get in touch with Luke. And we'll take this break. Be back with more home improvement here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Lindis Construction. 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the easiest number to remember. Luke Panic in today, filling in for uh, Andy Lindis. We're talking, among other things, decks. A lot of questions about decks and decking. In fact, a listener wants to know if you know, and I'd be interested in hearing this too, about steel framing for decks. What's that about? Yeah, that's our latest addition to our product offering is steel framing. And uh, a company that we've been using for years called Fortress um, makes uh, a really good rail system that we've been using. And they started making framing out of the same steel with the same technology. So the, it's really a beautiful product. Well, it, it's, it's, it, it, if you like black, it'll be, you'll like the color because that's <laughs> the color it comes in. But oh. uh, what was that Henry Ford, right? We got every color you want as long as you want black. That's right. Exactly. I think that was it. Anyway, the, the framing is uh, changing our game a little bit in that, the spans that we can do between posts, we're eliminating a lot of posts because it's so much stronger than wood. And, um, and so it's a, when view is important out of a walkout or something, we're eliminating posts. And the other thing, uh, Fortress, the company that makes the steel um, framing and railing that we use, offers a vertical cable rail, so it gives you a really nice view. The horizontal cable railing is very climbable. It's like a ladder. So children like to climb it. And, of course, depending on how high up the deck is, that can be very dangerous. So I discourage horizontal cables just because of the danger of it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do not have a specific system uh, that I use for horizontal cable rail, but the uh, I usually offer a vertical cable rail for people from Fortress. So take a look at that. Okay. There's a text that's got a comment and then a question. Uh, composite deck flooring. This uh, person had treks back 15 years ago. Uh, this is their quote. Garbage after three to five years. Then Alcoa, Oasis, same thing. Need to replace now with what that stands up. What? We hear, what, yeah. You hear that all wow. the time. You bet. It's that sawdust that's mixed into it uh, is a problem. For our climate, the dramatic temperature change and humidity change that we have. I mean, up here in Grand Rapids, we had 44 below, uh, what, three weeks ago? Five yeah. weeks ago, and what's going to be 67 degrees this weekend? I mean, think of that difference in temperature. And that's 100 degrees in not a very long time. And, and so the, the organic, the woods that are contained in those composite decking just can't handle that here. So we see that a lot. So it's important that it's an all polymer or PVC plank. All right, let's see. Here's another one, another decking. Um, Planning to redo my 30-year-old wood deck this year. However, need to fix a slight slope issue first where water swells behind the garage. Big problem now with melting snow. Would like to work with a contractor that can do it all. Well, Lindis does it all. Oh, absolutely. A lot of times, um, grade has to be changed if they've got a negative the backfill settled on the backfill of the house and, and they've got negative slope towards the house that absolutely needs to be addressed. Um, and we can certainly help with that. A lot of times um, we pour patios in that case to get a good slope away from the house and make a functional space underneath the deck. So there's lots of options there, but absolutely needs to be addressed and, and we can handle all of that. Here's one that says, Oh, <laughs> I'm going to, 
I just saw this. I realize you're talking decks today, but I'd like to congratulate Lindis on their work crew that did our insulating project a week ago. Our home was built in 1964. Our insulation was original, very lacking. Joel and his crew were wonderful. I wish we had done it a long time ago. <laughs> Unsolicited. Boy, I second that, too. What a difference. That, uh, especially the foam that we had put in years ago. I mean, yeah. I think when well, you're talking about below zero weather, I remember what my heating bills used to be before yeah, that. They were above zero? <laughs> yes, they were above zero, as a matter of fact. Um, boy, I tell you what, we've got, we've got about a minute to go, a minute or so. Let's see if we can't grab another, another question. Oh, here's one. You, we were talking about your wife refinishing furniture, and we had early, early on with the show about uh, removing rings from furniture. We assume were you know water rings, things like that. Texter heard that and said. Mayonnaise. Maybe your wife knows this. Mayonnaise can be used to remove rings on furniture. How about that? Really? Yeah, hold the mayo. How about that? Well, yeah, don't throw out that old jar of mayo. Just You might need her to get rid of some rings, I guess. I'd never heard that, but I'll uh, pass that on to my wife. Well, there are, uh, yeah, I, I haven't double-checked that, but uh, but you never know. Some of these home uh, products uh, do work like you were talking about baking soda earlier. Um, we just about are out of time, Luke, and I want to urge folks to get in touch with you guys at Lindis, uh, whatever the case may be, for inside or outside your home. If you want a deck, you want a porch, uh, or anything like that, uh, especially, and I mentioned this earlier this morning, Luke, that uh, Lindis, as you know, offering 50% off installation labor on things like the GAF shingles, leaf guard gutters, infinity, and season guard windows. Uh, and uh, you, in fact, you'll get a free heat map analysis with an insulation estimate. So one eight hundred Leafguard is the easiest number to remember. Luke, always a pleasure, and uh, thank your wife for her assistance to today. <laughs> will you please? I will do it. Take care, Denny. Yeah, and you. Good luck with the floor today. And we'd like to hear ne- your uh, your final uh, thoughts about that when we talk next. Thanks, Luke. You bet. Luke Panic from. Uh, Linda's Construction. Yeah, call them. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. 34 degrees now in the Twin Cities. We are on our way to 50. Stay with us here on WCCO.